the revolution will not be televised, but it is being digitized right here on Digital Village. Hi, this is Rick Allen. And I'm Leilani Albano. On Digital Village, we're bringing you stories about the Internet and technology and how they're shaping culture, along with every other aspect of our lives. The digital revolution is indeed awe-inspiring, but can also be used for nefarious purposes. We're here to help prevent some of those abuses. You can hear us archived on kpfk.org. And digitalvillage.org. So, on with the show. Hi, Rick Allen here. We at Digital Village wanted to do something to honor National Hispanic Heritage Month, which started mid-September and runs through mid-October. So, we have invited Vanessa Valdez, host of Transforming Consciousness, to share with us her interview with Latina Festival founder, Bell Hernandez, to tell us about this year's festival. A fascinating chapter in Ms. Hernandez's origin story is how early on she discovered podcasting and subsequently used social media to kickstart the fest. So, without further ado, here's Vanessa Valdez. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in in Southern California and all over the continent. I am your host, Vanessa Valdez. Today, we have a very special broadcast for two shows Digital Village, and Transforming Consciousness with Vanessa Valdez. So today we're going to be discussing with Bell Hernandez. You want to say hi to the listeners? Hi, listeners. This is Bell Hernandez. Good to talk to you. So basically, the intention is to reach out to more listeners so that they can actually attend the Latina Festival, which is October 22nd. And it's an event that will be taking place where? At La Plaza de Cultura y Artes in downtown Los Angeles. And also, too, for those that are tuning in, we're also going to be in celebration. The intention is to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Would you like to say anything in resonance to that? It's great that um, we have this opportunity to be here. I want to thank you so much for having us. And I really am excited to tell your audience about Latina Fest if they haven't heard about it. Well, for those interested in working with me one-on-one for intuitive coaching sessions, you can email me at transformingconsciousness at kpfk.org. And you can also follow me on Instagram under transformingconsciousness. And something new, I will also be offering my services in person at the Latina Fest on October 22nd, correct? Yes, we're so excited that you're going to be there. Beautiful. And I believe the times are from 11 to 6 p.m. Pacific time? Correct. All right. Well, as you already heard her, our special guest for today is our co-founder of Latina Fest, Bell Hernandez, and also Latina Heat Media. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yes. Latin Heat Media is uh, an organization that I started, co-started, uh, also with another woman that was uh, is a friend, Lloyda Ramos. And it is we started the first ever trade publication in Hollywood that would focus on highlighting Latino talent, whether it was directors, producers, actors, and transitioned over with um, our company to produce um, television shows. And one of the, the shows we produce is The Trend Talk. It originally started as Let's Talk, and it was the very first ever all-Latina-hosted talk show. And basically, we started it because we got tired of The View not putting any Latinas on that. But that was in 2009, and thank God now they have uh, some Latinas. Absolutely. One of the latest is um, Anna Navarro. 
But anyway, that's that's what Latin Heat does. It was about, about providing, and it still is about providing resources for Latinos in the industry. We produced an entertainment conference for six years where we had the participation of all studios and networks. And we also now produce The Trend Talk, which is a talk show that actually is going to be taped live at Latina Fest. So we'll tell you all about that. Oh, wonderful. So as I'm understanding accurately, did you mention taped live? Yes. So there's recording involved. Yes, there is. Wonderful. And as the listeners are already tuned in that are listening right now, we're doing a duality with transforming consciousness in Digital Village. So when it comes to the technology aspect, is there any sort of influence in technology? I think you just mentioned right now something. Yes. Well, our show, when we originally started Latina Fest, Nayibin Reynoso and I, we were both hosting the Trend Talk. And we went to La Plaza de Cultura y Artes, which is where we hold our Latina Fest events. And we saw some other people doing a podcast live. And we thought, wow, this is a great opportunity for us to do a taped segment of our show. And so that's how it started to get more audience for our TV show. And what we found when we found at Latina Fest was that there was this whole group of women that were entrepreneurs because we decided that we we wanted to have vendors as well. And so what we discovered was this whole group of women who were just starting out, who some had already been in business for a while. And there was such a need. The first time we had um, the event, it was about 2,500 people came. And we were blown away. And so we did it the second year. And then the pandemic hit. And we did a, a, an online virtual called Entrepreneur Fest. And then we were back last year. And then we're back this year. So the taping of the show is actually segments. And we've integrated the participants in the show. We've had actors uh, that we interview live before the audience. And then we put uh, those segments in our TV show. And our TV show, The Trend Talk, um, airs on MeTV and, of course, social media, um, Reels and, and uh, IG and Facebook Facebook Watch. So there is that element that we do. And this year, we're going to be um, interviewing Fanny Grande, who is the CEO of Avenida Productions. And she and her husband started their very, very first studio. They opened a studio in near downtown LA. And so we're going to talk about her journey. Um, and that's going to be taped live before an audience. And then we're also going to be talking to, uh, we have uh, one of the other segments that we're doing is called Mujeres Magicas y Jefas. Okay. And it's going to be three Latina entrepreneurs. And we're going to sit down and talk to them about their journey of how they started their business, how they grew their business, um, balancing their business between, you know, familia and, and you know, the business that they have, they have at hand. So that's going to be also shot there. So there is a big element. We're also going to be throughout the festival. The festival starts, like you said, at 11. And it's an outdoor festival. Um, there's going to be food. There's going to be a lot of shopping. There's going to be a cocktail garden, a kid zone, a wellness zone. And I think you, your transformy, your your business is going uh, going to be in the wellness, you know, area. Because Absolutely. this year, our um, 
our theme is Somos Magia, We Are Magic. Yes, and I'm happy. I am very happy, Belle, that you are highlighting the word magic because I myself, that is one of my favorite words. And that's one of the the questions that I had in mind to ask you, which we're going to be delving into. But I'm happy that you already kind of giving us the, the visualization around that mm-hmm. because it is a very symbolic word and it is very much in alignment with Latinas and entrepreneur. So we're going to be delving into that. So as you can all already hear the excitement coming from Belle as she's sharing with us about this event, I am personally very excited to share with you this episode, which obviously she's already delved us into in service tech technology, which is like the the new normal, so to speak, individuation, equality, and obviously, again, to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Now, with that being said, Belle, I would love for the listeners to learn your personal story. What was your why that encouraged you, that pushed you, that gave you that ignited inner flame to say to yourself, I want to launch this. I want to make this happen. What was your story behind that? Well, the story starts back when I was growing up in Boyle Heights. And what uh, I came to the U.S. when I was six years old from Zacatecas. And I watched television, and I didn't see myself reflected, either on Spanish language, because all of the stars were blue eyes and blonde hair, or on English language. And it wasn't until I got to high school that I realized that I was a Chicana. I got involved with the Chicano movement. And then from there, I also got involved with Mexican folk dance. And I started doing that and went professional, went to Mexico, kind of like realized there that, you know, although I was involved with the Chicano movement, I really understood what a Chicana was when I went there. Because although they welcomed me and my Spanish was okay and they they welcomed me as a as a Mexicana. They would call me a pocha, and I understood that when you grow up in the United States and you're of Mexican descent, you're not really Mexican because you you have a different perspective. You grow up with different things around you. So I came back um, and I I started continued dancing Mexican folk dance and dance with a lot of professional companies. And then my friend Miguel Delgado, who was one of the the directors of our dance company, Teatro Mexicano de Danza, he was also branching out and doing um, choreography. And he started doing choreography for Zoot Suit, the play. Oh, wow. And what happened was one of the dancers left the play because she had to go on tour with with, uh, an act that she was working with, Alice Cooper, as a matter of fact. And so there was an opportunity for a dancer. And so... My friend said, hey, come and audition. And I said, okay. And so I was in Zoot Suit. It was an amazing, and that's when I was introduced to acting. I mean, I didn't have a clue what that was. And, you know, I'm dan- I'm, I'm dancing in the play. And, and then I also had to, like, do a little part because one of the women that I was understudying, she had an accident, so I got on there. But what was amazing was that we had, like, Natalie Wood, you know, Governor Brown. We had John Travolta. We had all these actors that would come to see the show. And every single night, I kid you not, we had a standing ovation. So I thought to myself, what is this acting thing? I, th- I need to get more into this. So I started taking classes, and I started getting into acting. So I, I became an actress, and then... The roles were not there. You know, they were very, very stereotypical, more so than that than there are now. And so we have made a little progress. But when I started acting, I was also still very active in speaking up about Latinos and why aren't we represented with the gills and the newspapers. And then um, in 1992, my one of my um, friends at the time, she Frida was being cast. 
and they cast okay. a non-Latina. And so we, all the women, got together and we did a protest. And out of that, the studios kept saying, but there are no Latinas that are talented. And that's when the publication started. So the publication started because we wanted to prove to Hollywood that there were Latinos. They just didn't know where to find them. So fast forward, you know, the publication we printed for 13 years. And then fast forward um, to the talk show. We started in 2009. Then it became Hola LA and we were on CBS, KKL9. And then it became the trend talk. And then the story of what we saw at La Plaza de Cultura y Artes when we saw them doing that podcast. And we said, wow, you know, let's, let's do, let's do um, our, our show. And it became Latina Fest. And it is, like I said, a different area for us. But it's also like where we are as a community, as women, because we as women over-index as the women that start more businesses in the United States. Yes, and I'm happy that you're mentioning that as well because we're going to be delving into the statistics, which are really important for people that are tuning in. Everybody wants to know the statistics. I know that I want to learn more about that. Um, so we're going to definitely be highlighting that. Uh, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for taking us back into your story around how you became an actress and what really ignited you to really get there and what was the inspiration behind that. Now we go into the Latina Fest because obviously we're speaking about Latina entrepreneurs, and I know you yourself are an entrepreneur. Am I accurate? Yes, of course. And I, do, I, at that time when I started my business, because I have been in business since 1992, um, when I started my business, of course, at that time, the word entrepreneur was not in the vernacular. So I realized all this time I've been a businesswoman. I am an entrepreneur. And um, that's why I can relate to all the women who are there. Absolutely. And when it comes to Latina entrepreneur, what would you say have been some of the, because you mentioned stereotypes, right? What are some of the stereotypical barriers that you yourself have had to experience in resonance to getting there? It's really hard to be a woman in business. Um, I, I, I tell a story about this gentleman who told me that they met this guy and they were at a coffee shop at Starbucks and they started talking and the guy said, hey, why don't you come up to my place and, you know, we, I want to talk to you about business. And uh, he went and he was telling me they were, he was going to fund him and they were going to be all, doing all this business. You put yourself as a woman and if somebody invited you, you would say, well, I don't know what, what, this, what this means and how would they take it. You know, we women, Latina women, we get 20 cents on the dollar as any other, you know, entrepreneur. And it's, it's, we're really looked down and minimized. Right now, we Latinas or Latinos as a whole in the country, we are the largest minority. And yet the monies that are coming to us as entrepreneurs and as, as just women in, in this world are like peanuts. And this is one of the things that we do highlight at Latina Fest. We are so happy that we have Chase for Business as our presenting sponsor because we are about providing resources for the entrepreneurs. They're not just there to, to vend and, and, and sell, which they do sell a lot, and that's why they really love Latina Fest. It's also about providing them opportunities and resources and how do you grow your business? How do you, where, you go, where are you going with your business? Um, and Chase uh, for Business is offering us that opportunity to, to give to our, to our vendors and also 
we are partnering one more time. Um, this is, will be the second annual Hero Woman Rising Entrepreneur Grant. Mm. Last year, we did a grant for $2,500, and this year it's going to be $5,000. Amazing. So anybody out there, if you're a Latina entrepreneur, go to Latina Fest um, on IG and look for our, in our bio the link to apply. It's there, $5,000. It's not going to, like, start your business, but it's going to help you with little things. Anything helps. I, as an entrepreneur, know that $5,000 I can always use. Absolutely. I mean, $5,000 can really go a long way, especially when you're getting started. Yes. And I'm, I'm really happy to hear also that you are in support of other Latina women that want to launch. The, but at the same time, there's those fears of what do I do? Who do I go to? Where do I start? And all the questions. And here we are, you know, sharing through this broadcast that you are with co-founder Naiber Reynoso offering this, right? And, and you your know, sponsors as well. Definitely. And, you know, one of the things that we, when I say that we found this group when we started Latina Fest, one of the things that happened was that eight businesses started. They launched at our first Latina Fest. Wow. And since then, they've gone on to do so, so many bigger things and they've grown their business. And throughout the whole three, because we've had three so far, this will be our fourth annual outdoor festival. We had the Entrepreneur Fest, which was a virtual. But throughout that, we have had about 15 businesses launch there. And so, you know, this is important for us. Uh, it's important that the, the sponsors and, and the corporations out there understand who we are as a community. And speaking about Latinas, because that's what Latina Fest is about, the women are women that decided to like leave their corporate job to start their passion. And they have been so happy. They, they are women that when you meet, when you go to Latina Fest, you will see that everyone is uplifting everybody else. All about lifting each other up, supporting each other, a lot of networking. And, you know, Latinas, we have a when we see something and we want to enjoy ourselves, money is not an issue. Uh, we've had our vendors tell us the food vendors run out of food. The vendors that were there last year told us this is the most I've ever sold. For the majority of them, it was a lot. They do sell a lot, and that's what it's about. Latina Fest is about these vendors who can come out and show you what they have. And they have such wonderful things, like they'll have um, culturally infused uh, drinks or food or um, outfits. They do um, they do taxes. They do therapy. They do, um, like, financial planning. They have massages. So it's not like a boring place because it's outside in the campus of um, La Plaza de Cultura y Artes. We have a stage where we're going to have a spoken word. We have uh, the beauty corner. We have Sephora. Mm -hmm. You know, you know Latinas in our makeup. <laughs> you know, every Latina I'm sure knows Sephora, and they understand, you know, the buying power. Latinas are a big consumer group, and the decision makers in the house. A lot of um, community civic leaders are also supporting because they understand the the importance of promoting Latina entrepreneurs and just the the community itself. So it is a really awesome event. Um, we're going to have yoga. We're going to have yoga by actress Julie Carmen. She's going to do the flow slow flow yoga in the morning. We're going to have yoga for kids, activity for kids. We're going to have book readings by authors. We're going to have 
performers. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a goddess fashion show. A goddess fashion show. Yes, we're partnering with uh, Diane Diaz, who is the she does the goddess mercado. And we are taking that word, the goddess, and we're doing a fashion show, and she's helping us curate. And our show, our a fashion show, is not like your runway fashion show. It is a runway, but the models are not the thin, you know, tall. It's everybody. The the vendors who have fashions or, or hats or jewelry, they are part of the fashion show, and they can pick their model. It could be their mother. It could be their child. So it's just a, an event. That is for everyone, from yeah. your tia to your to your little baby to your grandfather to your grandma. Everybody, just come and bring everybody. There is something for everybody. There is something for everyone, and I absolutely love that you highlight, Belle, uh, this integration of the goddess energy. That's another of my favorite words, and I was not even aware that goddess was part of this festival. Uh, but again, it's just so symbolic. And what I'm hearing from what you're sharing with us, there seems to be a lot of what I call or I refer to as sisterhood. Yes. And we are times of sisterhood. I believe in our own culture and other cultures, there's been a lot of division when it comes to the masculine and the feminine, but particularly when it comes to feminine energy coming together in service and supporting each other. And so Latina Fest is for Latina women, right? Yes, and Latina Fest is not just for women. It's for anyone who has a Latina in their life, who loves a Latina, Love who that. wants to meet a Latina. It's 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 all it's for everyone because we as a culture we have a lot to share. Absolutely. And people love our culture. I love that because Latina Fest is really about what I'm understanding, equality, but also inclusion. So I love that you highlight that you don't necessarily have to be Latina. There actually are times, and I'm kind of feeling humored as I'm going to share this, where I have friends that are not Latinos or Latinas, but they seem to be more than those that are. Right. <laughs> so right. it's one of those kind of, it magnetizes. Um, so with that being said, Belle, I want to talk a little bit about the stats because the stats are so important. And you did delve us into that. But I want to highlight three of the stats that you share on the website of Latina Fest um, and then share with us in terms of obviously, you know, be, you being in the realm for so many years as far as why the change, because it's about those changes. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're experiencing those changes even so now, as you mentioned earlier, if I'm understanding around Frida, the first person that was casted was non-Latina. And here we are now with Marilyn Monroe and certain populations being upset because she's Latina. So things are changing and the word change is coming through. So I am actually going to read them verbatimly from the website. Um, the first one that I'm hearing, Latinas create 2.3 million new companies nationwide, representing 18% of all women owned. The other one is... Latina women own 36 of all companies owned by minority women in America. And then the third one is Latinas are twice more likely to own or plan to open their own business in the next three years. I find that symbolic because something has emerged, something has changed during the pandemic, where now I'm having more conversations with Latinas and even non-Latinos, but people are really wanting to experiment this entrepreneurship energy that is coming through for them. So why would you say when it comes to Latinos, Latinas, Bell, why this change? Why this push moving forward to create their own business? I think Latinas have always had this drive and and this this like they they get things done. Um I think the even before the pandemic, but the pandemic really like put a, a pin on it, is that 
you know, you go through life and you're at a job and you're doing it because, you know, it's a job. And sometimes you're very unhappy, but you're afraid to to make that move. And some people have told me, oh, I've, I've always wanted to do my business, but, you know, I finally did it, finally, you know, jumped in. And I think that the, the secret is that they see other Latinas doing it. And that's what you see at Latina Fest. You see other Latinas just start their business. And you go, oh, they can do it. I can do it. You know, and so that's that's one of the things that that I feel um, Latinas are doing right now. Because if you're at a corporate job, they can fire you anytime. And I think a lot of them are unhappy or were unhappy. And they say, well, if I'm going to uh, be unhappy, at least it's going to be do or, or if I'm going to be busy, at least it's going to be something that I want to do. And if I'm going to take a chance, I'm going to be happy doing what I'm what I'm doing. And so they're taking chances. And there are now more groups that are helping Latina entrepreneurs. There is more funding, although the funding is not nearly what African-American community gets. But there there is some funding. And uh, there's a there's a progression of starting your business first to know how to start your business, to to know how to scale your business, to stay in the business, you know, handling whatever issues you have that other business owners have gone through. So there are now resources to help you. I think, and we're glad that Latina Fest has can provide some of those resources. Um, so I think that that's what it is. I, I, the pandemic has kind of let people like realize what are you doing with your life are you happy and you know latinas we just love to be in charge because we know we can get the job done i know that i come from a family where my mom she was 88 and she was starting her own business and going to school and we work really hard so it, that's what it takes when you're an entrepreneur especially a new entrepreneur to really really work hard and we're not afraid to put that that uh, work into it. I think what we need is we need more resources, more guides, more in- incentives, more grants so that we can keep going because some of the women that we're going to have are amazing. One of the women that's going to be on the Mujeres Magicas is um, a woman who has a franchise in McDonald's. And those things are really, really hard to get into and to maintain. So we will have them and they will learn. They will teach through our interview, which is not a boring interview because it's about it's about you're on stage and we ask you, like, what we're doing here? It's like, how did you come up? What were the, tri- the tribulations that you had as you were coming up as a business person? That's I think that that kind of answers the question. I mean, Latinas are, are more and more seen what they can do in business, and they're doing it. And they are doing it. I love how you highlight the background in terms of what you got to see within your household dynamic and how Latinas, Yes, it really is innate. When it comes to working hard, it doesn't feel that way for Latinas. And, and it may sound like I'm overgeneralizing, but I feel comfortable enough to actually overgeneralize because I see it over and over and over again. Our background, our history, our household dynamic, what we grew in, the hardship, the struggles, fill in the blanks, the economical downslopes that we had to experience was actually a gift in itself. 
that when yes. it comes to entrepreneurship, there's some energy that feels to me, again, personally, very innate that comes through. And I love how you mentioned in terms of your own personal background. I, I sense that, too, can be part of the, the, the word magic. So when you mention, as I was reading the website, I saw in there, somos magia. Let's talk about magia. The magia um, for Latinas is that we believe that we can do and we work hard at doing so that we can accomplish what we want. I love the fact that this year we wanted to focus on that because I think we need to, to tell ourselves that this is a magic that we have and we should use it. Um, I love the fact that because our whole name is Latina Fest, Mind, Body, and Soul, it's been that way since we first started. This year, it's really come together as a space where you're going to uh, find mindfulness. You're going to find uh, healing for your body. We have people who bring massage tables and massage. You're going to find therapy for your mind, for your body, and your soul. Um, you're transforming consciousness. I mean, I, I'd love to know beforehand because I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm sure it's something that I'm going to like, but I'd like for you to tell me what you're going to be doing at Latina Fest with that. We also have people doing limpias. We have people doing the tarot cards, you know, and those are just, you know, things that we use to help our minds. It's, 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 and it's fun. And uh, everybody likes to, we have a handwriting um, analysis. Uh, tell me about your transforming consciousness. What, what is it that we will see when you come? Because I, I, I'm excited to hear. Yes, I will definitely delve you a little bit into that. And then the rest, I'll leave it sort of kind of like secretive for those who need in. You guys got to come. Check in. You need to come to really see the the big vision. Um, But what I can share so far, when you mentioned tarot readings, I work with imagery. Okay. And I, I will be doing tarot readings. So I'm an intuitive. And I read the cards intuitively. Um, Every tarot reader has a different approach. And mine is very intuitive. What does that mean, right? Because it can be very kind of vague, like intuitive. I believe we're all intuitive. But what does that really mean to me when it comes to my approach, my skill set, when it comes to doing the readings? I don't ask any questions. There may be others. We don't make them right or wrong, but some people will ask questions. I don't ask any questions. I feel that part of what I call my gift is to share what is being channeled to me in service to you. So there's this channeling energy that comes through. So when the cards are actually flipped up, I understand mythology, I understand archetypes, and I understand imagery work. So all those three combined together is what really comes through for the person, depending on their question, their intention for our time together. So hopefully that kind of gives you a little grasp. Wow, I'm there. <laughs> I have to make get uh, in, in line with everybody else. Because these are things that resonate with people. Of course. And also, um, we have uh, Molina Healthcare. They're going to be doing an activation as well and because it's about health. Um, and uh, we have Kim, Kim Guerra, who is an influencer um, and who uh, does the spoken word. So we'll come in with the start off our Latina Fest in the morning with a goddess fashion show this year. And then... Kim Guerra will go up and do a spoken word before we introduce our sponsor and on we get the, the whole show started. So it'll be a loud music, music driven uh, procession up to the stage. And we're all going to be wearing our goddess outfits. Yes. And I'm excited about that. It's actually my first time. Really? For those that are not aware. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you know, we we've we've had like people tell us this is like their favorite uh, event and some people uh, are just like, look for it and look to bring others, you know, with them the next year. 
it's it's really a wonderful feeling when you're there. It's it's hard to explain, but it's in the air, like the excitement of like supporting the vendors, the excitement of meeting your friends there and and hearing the speakers and and having a cocktail and having food. We're going to have some wonderful food we always do. And it's just uh, it's just a great uh, event that you can have a, a whole day of experiences because it's going to be a lot of experiential um, activations. We have a few a few surprises that you know we're hoping that we can we can make happen so that you can really have an, a great experience there. Yes, and so I love that because my experience and my listeners can also. Um, you know, integrate with this energy around when the word is so intentional and it's being stated verbatimly, there's this energy around like synchronicities and alchemy and opportunity and, you know, engagement with other people. And it just really changes the energy. So I'm excited. I'm extremely excited in terms of what you said. It doesn't mean it was not there before, but now you're saying it and that's the intention, right? Exactly. You got it. Beautiful. So Belle, when it comes to the mission statement, like what's the mission of Latina Fest? The mission of Latina Fest is to address the inclusion, diversity, equity surrounding Latinas, and also to provide a place where they can feel safe and network and and lift each other up and grow and learn and just have a really great time. It's about building community, building lasting relationships, building relationships with the women who are in business to the corporations or the companies that can help them scale. And one of the best uh, rewards that we get is when we see one of our uh, vendors now working with Netflix. There's there's a young woman. Her name is Monica Mohammadi, and she is a Latina. And she's, she was one of our first v- vendors that we partnered with. And she has a balloon business. And she started doing balloon, you know, facades and walls, and and she launched it there. And now she works with Netflix, she works with Sephora, she works with Disney, she works, and that's a big reward for us because we met her there. She launched there, and now she's doing so well. And of course, she's our lucky charm. She'll be there again. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I just love how you share with us in my again my experience and my understanding of what you're sharing how Latina Fest is truly committed to uplifting and empowering Latina women, right? Exactly. And I love how it's kind of like what I like to say, walking the talk. You're not just offering, but you're embodying this. Yes. So it's it's almost as if, you know, you as a co-founder and Iber Reynoso and whomever else is involved, pardon me for not mentioning those names, but I'm sure there's more. Um, it's planting that seed. Yes. For those that you mentioned earlier around the question of like, why that change? And within the Latino community, this fear of like not knowing really the the resources are not there. Where, where do I go or who do I talk to? Yeah. And so once someone starts to plant that seed, others follow. And it just opens up like a lotus flower, like nature. It just starts to amplify. Yes. And we all need to take that of togetherness and working together and run with it because there is something for everybody, and we all can come together and support each other. I think that that's something that is really good for our community, for any community, for our country even. You know, we're, we're so divided now. But there there is a commonality with all of us. And I think that that's what we get at Latina Fest is that we all 
feel like one. The vibration, as you spoke about earlier, is the vibration is all about unity. It's about helping each other. It's about lifting each other up and and supporting in any way that we can. And, uh, you know, we, we do have vendors that are back with us and have been with us from the very, very start. That they come back and they have some amazing, amazing products. Um, we have the book readings. We have authors. We have food trucks, which is our food court. And then we have a second stage where we're going to have a, a comedian who's going to do you know, some of her stand-up. We have the DJ. The DJs. We have a Cici Valencia from K-Day. Okay. She's going to be one of our one of our MCs, and we have a, an, a, a DJ from Cali Radio. We have uh, so many so many other things that that are going to just be happening. It's it's like every second you're going to have something to do there. It almost seems like you didn't leave anything behind. Yeah, and and it's not like we're trying to be everything for everybody, but we're giving people a little bit of everything. But what we have and our focus is the vendors, Hmm. the speakers. We're going to do the Hero Woman um, grant. We're going to, like, present the winner there. It's like it's what the word is, festival. Absolutely. But it's focused on Latinas. It's focused on the vendors. It's focused on entrepreneurs. So... It's just a fantastic day to spend uh, a, sa- a Saturday with us. Love it. So when it comes to Latina Fest, uh, you've shared so much with us. I want to highlight a little bit the food area. Well, what are some of the foods that you are expecting that will be there? We have a vendor that's come back to us. It, it's a Mama. Well, we have Mama Cheesecake. Okay. Who makes beautiful, delicious, you know, cheesecake um, little um, desserts. We have Grand of the Ma Grandma Kitchen, which has um, Salvadoran food. We have El Stilo, which has um, like guisados on tortilla. They have mole. They have, you know, like pork. And they have all sorts of wonderful, delectable foods. And we have, uh, we're speaking to Bougie. Have you heard of Bougie Tacos? I have, yes. Okay. I haven't tried them, however. On pink tortillas. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So she's she's planning on being there. Um, yeah, we have a lot of. We also, by the way, when we go back, I, I just remembered we also have plants. You know, there. You know, plants. Last year we had someone who had plants, and I'm like, what is that? Plants. It just kind of. It sounded strange to me, but you know that now that's like really popular. We had like about five persons that were selling plants. You know, like want to be vendors so we have about two or three but they have either succulents or flowers and it's about also about arranging the flowers Mm. you know so every booth will have something you know and and at that booth um uh, cindy is her name and she's got like the the plants and she tells you how to care for your plants how to replant them and she has them there for you to buy as well so it's like that's amazing. I mean, you don't have to go to a, an arranging, you know, a flower arrangement class. You could have it right there it's at Latina Fest. Yeah. It's all there. And, and also, too, um, you know, when it comes to plants, there's magic in plants as far as like how they can support you health wise. See, I, I didn't know that. I just know that I kill my plants. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was and, and really, you know, like like I I I try talking to them because they say you have to talk to them, um, but see that's what she's there for because she knows 
all about plants. And as a matter of fact, she has like parties and she has like um, like events where she ta- talks to you about the plants and how you can take care of them, how you can plant them, how you can grow them better, what not to do. And who knew that that was a thing, you know? It's But it is because people have more plants. I don't know. I just see a plant uh, revolution going on <laughs> right now. <laughs> I love it. And I'm happy that you remember to really bring in the energy of the plants to everything else that you've shared. Well, Belle, I really have enjoyed this conversation. So as we come into completion, any last words of inspiration that you would like to share with the listeners that are tuned in, that are interested or considering going to the event? Well, definitely follow us on Instagram at LatinaFest. Um, we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, go to our, um, go to, oh, we also wanted to tell you about the Somos Magia box. So oh. the home, Somos Magia box. That's we, a great way to come into completion. Yes, we have, uh, we have, this year we did our own Somos Magia. Last year we, we partnered with another like um, box subscription company called Mi Cajita. Okay. This year we did our own and it's our Somos Magia box. And we have like a t-shirt and fans and we have Urban RX, that's who we have. Homegirl, uh, we have products from Resource Curls. A lot of people have, have put their products in so that people can try them. And so this box is all full of products and, you know, stickers and, and makeup from Luna Magic. And so that box um, is available to purchase. But with the purchase, you get the t-shirt and the fan as well, and all the other makeup products and skincare products. But you also get to come in early at 10 o'clock to the festival to do your early shopping. You'll get first dibs at everything, and you also get to do the yoga. So like we're going to have the morning yoga, and the morning yoga starts at 10. So that if you're into yoga, you can come in and take the class. And really, we, we tried this the very, very first year we had a yoga class and people just come in their, you know, clothes. And it's a great way to start the day and do the the early shopping and also uh, take advantage of the yoga. Oh, so many goodies. How exciting. So I know you mentioned earlier, as far as those that are interested um, in going or that are still in that energy of like, oh, I'm intrigued to learn more. Where can they find more information? I know you mentioned Instagram. Instagram and also our website, latinafest.net, N-E-T. Well, Belle, it's been such a pleasure and honor to have you join the conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'd love it. I love it. I, I, I'm like, I'm excited to go. Again, Belle, thank you so much for being here and sharing with us. Oh, thank you so much for having us. I take this opportunity to thank all the listeners for tuning in and to Rick Allen from Digital Village for the opportunity to also air this episode for his show. Until next time. That was Vanessa Valdez of Transforming Consciousness, speaking with Bill Hernandez in regards to the 2022 Latina Festival beginning October 22nd at the Plaza of Culture and Arts on 501 North Main Street in Los Angeles. That's it for this episode of Digital Village. You can hear us archived on kpfk.org. And digitalvillage.org. Thanks for listening to Digital Village. I'm Rick Allen. I'm Leilani Albano. And we'll see see you you online. online.